0: Merry Christmas everyone. Merry Christmas. Today is Christmas, December 25th, 2015. 2015. And we're here to talk about Pat's ayahuasca experience. This is, my name is Ed Liu. My name is Patrick Lam. And please take us on a journey. Um, he went to, Pat went to Peru in August And it's been a few months now since his experience, but from what I've gathered, it was pretty epic and life-changing, so... It was pretty ham. So, we're here to talk about it. Um, So, take us on a journey. All right. well, uh, you know, I think the time frame is August of this year, a couple months back. You know, we decided to... I had my hesitations about going down to Peru to do this, I mean we had, our, we had our interest and everything, interest was very high in this but it was just jumping the gun, that's the hardest part really so did you go to Peru for personal exploration or
1: oh, was for, it for, for, for fun? For
0: no no not so much for fun, for personal exploration, there okay. was just a calling that you know I had. I had to go and give this a try, I had right. to see what this is all about because every story I've heard about it, it kind of something deep inside me kind of rang it's like we, I gotta do this. So, you heard from people like Graham Hancock or Joe Rogan, yeah, and obviously the like those guys. Well, and then there's Nick Gabriel, and, right, from London Real. Yeah, and uh, another one of my favorite, my favorite influential people, Aubrey Marcus. Right, his stories are like his stories are very, very off the walls. Right, but, I mean, you know, there's there, those there's all aspects of like self exploration when it comes to that. So... Well, you went with who? Uh, I went with my brother, Richard, okay. and his girlfriend, Kat. Okay. And so take us from the beginning. Right, well... I believe the night before I left was... That was the last time I saw you before you headed off back to Hong Kong. Right. And we had a conversation. In that conversation, you were asking me, What did I feel? And. I mean, I, I felt fear, I'm not gonna lie, I felt fear. fear. You saw it in your eyes. <laughs> you <laughs> saw fear in my, in my eyes. And like, it, it's not just pure fear, it's like a mix of uh, the unknown. You know, you're just right. scary. Because um, first of all, you're going down to the Amazon, you don't know what to expect. And second... It's scary with, even without ayahuasca. It's scary even, well, if I were to do ayahuasca in Hawaii or in LA, yeah. I'd still be scared. Right. You know? And uh, we went down. Uh, hopped on the plane. Well, I stood. I stopped over in L.A. for a day first to to go down with them and right. lay over. So you no, know, we're driving, and uh, it's 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 craziest because when you're leaving from when you're going from L.A. to to Iquitos, it's a complete it's a complete difference. I right. mean, in terms of energy, in terms of uh, in terms of traffic, I mean. Infrastructure, everything. The I mean, same could be said same with any major city, but... Just that, uh... The drastic switchover from that. Yes. Yeah. Boom. So, we know we hop on the airplane. And by the time we get to Ikidos, um I forget how long the flight was, right? It was a long flight, though. And... Sun was setting. The I mean, sun was rising. Uh-huh. And... When you're on a plane. When we're on the plane arriving into Iquitos. Okay. Alright? And as the sun's rising, we see the sun pass it just grazes over some trees and right and from there we just see thick the thickest trees you can see man the thickest trees you can see like thick bro (laughs) like like this ground right there's no spots on surface, it's just green so what was your emotion i was like well my emotion was there was like all right like we're we're really doing this man Right, I'm like he falls deep or falls deep in the in the Amazon right now. There's no turning back. Like, I mean, yeah, I could back out of it and I could do these like yeah. jungle tours and whatnot. Right, but but why well, am I kidding, man? i hear one thing, man. i you not, you can't come back to, to your boys and <laughs> no, no, like, man, I, could, I could, tour. I could, I could, I could fabricate like a really well story, but <laughs> like, I would. This is it, man. Might as well shoot myself <laughs> if I fabricate a story like that. But you know, it's cool because like you see after you see the trees, you just start seeing these like a like a yellow snake almost Right. and this snake is like winding through and then and then you just notice you realize that holy shit this is the amazon Okay. this is the biggest river in the world right so as, as the planes landing um, another thing about Iquitos is for those of you that don't know it's actually like an island except except it's not surrounded by water it's surrounded by trees right so the only way to it's the only it's the biggest city in the world that you can't access by road right you can yeah. access by like boat through the amazon or by plane okay which is just which is amazing man it's an avatar right yeah there. so we get in and the plane lands and all of a sudden it smells like amazon right and the only way you can describe it is it smells thick with green <laughs> <Some> <laughs> thickness thickness yeah and um we get out we get our we get our we pack our belongings and we walk out and and we're just like, whoa, whoa, whoa! This is very third world. Dude. Yeah. This is no cars here whatsoever. It's all tuk tuks. Right. And for those of you that don't know what a tuk tuk is, it's um, it's it's really prevalent in like Southeast Asia too. It's like a little rickshaw with a motorcycle. So we're looking around. We're looking around. And we're like, crap. I mean, like one of the first fear that's that's running through my mind is, crap. I don't speak Spanish. Right. Like, what's gonna happen? Right. What 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 could go wrong? A lot of things can go wrong, <laughs> but. Now then this guy, uh, this guy wearing a bandana, he just comes up and he goes, Richard? Patrick? <laughs> we're like, yeah. He's like, my name is Like, Oh shit, this guy this kind of sketch, man. But he turned out to be a cool guy. He turned out to be like, one of the coolest guys ever. Okay. And so he took us to our retreat. Uh, we went to, we to uh, Niue Rao, or as they call it Niue Rao. Right. So we're going. There's still civilization there as we're going through the, the Tuk Tuk. Right. Until the road, um, until the road stops being a road and it just boom like into the forest, uh-huh. into the jungle, dirt roads, dirt roads, yeah. Then we're just like flying like up sand dunes, right? And dirt like, dunes, and cartoon stuff. style, yeah, yeah, cartoon style. As we go deeper and deeper, there's less houses and less houses until we finally arrive there. And this is a blackout zone. This is like no Google Maps, no ways <laughs> area, <laughs> so. North Korean territory. This is North Korean territory, man. If you wanted to hide like nukes, like this would be the place to do it. But, <laughs> but um, we get in there, and it's probably where Hitler's hiding. Yeah, it's probably where he's hiding. That's where Tim Kennedy is look for. Him. <laughs> so we go in, and I mean the first thing when we get to the when we get to the shack or not the shack the village there's a there's a gate. It's a gate made of like logs. And yeah. That, right. And there's armed guards there. So we're like, oh shit! This is not your typical like camp, man. This right. is, like... Some I'm serious, like, serious oh. shit. Like, right. I mean, for for there to be armed guards, like that just means <laughs> one thing, right? Yeah. Like, well, a lot of stuff happens. There's there. armed guards for every retreat, right? Most for most retreats. Well, I think for like the ones that a lot of tourists go to, okay. maybe yeah, like Gringos and whatnot. Right. I mean, if you go to like the local ones, like the really small ones, yeah. uh, I guess they don't have armed guards because I think they have it. At Blue Morpho also. They do. Yeah. yeah yeah i think uh to protect most, to protect the gringos most of the one, most of the retreats <laughs> that yeah it's a dangerous place for, for gringos <laughs> so but hey man that shotgun's not gonna help you for from psychic powers bro no but it might help against the uh it might help against the, the third dimensional yeah threats. third dimensional threats I will but yeah there's far more than third dimensional threats man far <laughs> more than that that's at least your worries yeah well so we go in. And there's like robbers and whatnot too, but that's like, right. uh, who cares about the robbers, right? Yeah. It's about the spirits. <laughs> we get in. Um, we we drop our bags down in the community center, and you right away the um, Felipe. He's a he's a French dude. He's like one of the workers over there. He's one of the helpers for the shaman. He greets us and he tells us to get some food. Mm-hmm. He go tells us to walk into the cafeteria and like right. get acquainted with everyone. Get some food. And right there, like the thoughts running through my head are just like, oh, man, what am I doing here, man? Like a bunch right. of a bunch of hippies over here. Like, everyone yeah. just seems so. Everyone seems jolly, full of love, man. Like they're yeah. jolly. It's I think they just cool, had bro. a retreat last, like last night, like the night before or something. It's not cool, bro. And, <laughs> yeah. Too happy. Yeah. I was like, man, everyone's too happy, dude. Like I'm scared shitless. You guys gotta stop this, man. Like I hate fucking hippies. Yeah, it could it could get annoying. Like. I totally see that. It can well, be well a lot time. of it too is um a lot of it too fear, is, it's fear man. Yeah. It's your your body will find ways to like fear will find ways to manifest itself to tell right. you to turn away. Yeah. To walk away and whatnot. Because at that point I could have easily just been like, I'm good man. I'm good guys. I'm just gonna like I'm gonna go back to the city. I don't know man, you're pretty balls deep into the jungle. <laughs> there are people that there I yeah. guarantee there are people that have done that though. That oh, have for like sure. went to a retreat and just Yeah. It's gone, but I think you're you're gonna think back on that for the rest of your life and be like, yeah, or what? I could have went on a jungle tour and I could have explored, yeah. the Amazon, you yeah. know, that could have been fun too, man. Yeah, see jaguars and stuff. Yeah, yeah, which it's we did candles, too, though. Which we did. <laughs> some sloths. <laughs> some sloths. <laughs> so, so you know, like uh, we go into the cafeteria and the food we see the, over there is just I'm just like, holy shit, man! This is like what this? Yeah, see, I thought Hard a dieta, part. I thought a dieta was uh. So, so for listeners out there, the dieta is before you do ayahuasca, you have to hop on this diet for uh, anywhere from like around two weeks to a month. Right. And what it is, it's no salt, no oil, it's super clean, no no red meat, definitely no pork. Just really clean food, like very very clean food. And I, you know, before that, I was having like I was having grilled chicken, minimal oil, and you know, very clean quote unquote clean food, right? But right. when I got there, this is a whole different level of. Food. Clean, man. It's like, next level shit. It's some next level shit. I mean, like they had, they had quinoa there, and with nothing, with no seasoning, like yeah, uh, it's like legit quinoa. Plantains, like not even bananas, all right? Plantains, <laughs> which okay. are I don't know what that is. So <laughs> it, it basically it looks exactly like banana, but doesn't have the sweetness of it. Oh yeah. So they <laughs> it's grill a it. Shitty banana. Yeah, it's like a potato and banana mixed together almost. <laughs> Sounds horrible. It's horrible, but it, hey, man, it'll keep you, it'll keep you alive. Okay. Right? So there was those, and there was this, um, there's a river fish. And they just grow the whole fish there, and you have to peel it apart with your hands, pull all the bones out, it's like one of those. Okay, it's not, yeah, it's, it's not steak fish, it's like you know. It's like bones of, everywhere. Yeah, it's not ahi steak right there <laughs> <laughs> that we're talking about. It's freshwater fish. Freshwater fish. So, hashtag do not eat. Hashtag do not eat. <laughs> so we get there, and, um, I had a bowl of quinoa. And a plantain, and that's, okay. I was like, okay, I'm good. Richard was like, Richard was like, oh, yeah, I'm just gonna have a, I'm just gonna have this one banana-looking thing here, and <laughs> I'm good. And the people were like, you guys, uh, this one, this one guy came up to us, and I guess he was like a, he's like a black belt over there already, right? Canadian guy, he's cool, super cool guy, but he was just like, you guys should eat more, you know, you got to keep the calories up, because so you're <laughs> gonna be needing it. <laughs> the first day, we what well, does that mean, man? Yeah, what what does that mean, right? I'm like, oh, I don't know. Should be fine, you know? I'm yeah, like, yeah. You're I, sitting there getting high. Like, hey, man. You, you know? don't need that much calories, man. <laughs> I was like, I fast, dude. I fast back in, back in the USA. <laughs> I fast, man. Like, with coffee, with butter. Yeah. Completely different from this, though. So, we get there and we meet everybody. And everyone's just a little bit different. Right. Besides us. Uh, everyone's just a little bit... So did they already take ayahuasca? Yeah, we're, we're the new kids on the block. So it's kind of weird, right? So like, you, they already took ayahuasca and then you guys come in... So what happens at, at this retreat at new Rao, like, it, it's not it's not like a tour group, like a group of people come in and then yeah. they do the thing. It's like people come at their own oh, okay. time. And some people like stay there for like, you know, months at On end. So you just jump in sort of. Yeah, yeah and they, then... what they do is they hold ceremonies okay. um, four times a week. Okay. Yeah. So, right. which is kind of cool. I mean, there's, like, there's a guy, the guy that told us to load up on the food. But right. He was, um... He was there for two months already. Okay. You know, and, and he just stays there. For, it's, like... His ball is deep in Alaska. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, he, he was there for... He had reasons to be there, okay. too. I mean, health reasons. Right. So... <laughs> okay. You know, not, it's not self-aspiration. <laughs> okay, let's just say that. So, take us... Fast forward to... To around the first ceremony. Well, let me uh, let me finish this up real quick though. Okay. So we we finish the food and then uh, we get acquainted. We we get taken to our rooms, right? Right. And this is the this is the funny part. Uh, Richard and Cat they got their room, and I'm I'm carrying my luggage. I'm waiting to be shown my room. And right. Felipe, he's like, I'm like, oh cool. Like so, my room's like next to theirs, and he's like, oh no, you have a special room. And I'm like, oh shit. What does that mean? It's, not, it's never good. It's never good when they say special room, right? So he takes me to my room, and it's. Uh, it's back out past the guard shack, back into the forest, um, and you know, maybe like a 10 minute walk deep into the forest, <laughs> and then I make a right again, and another two so minute So in walk. street terms, it's like three blocks, right? It's three blocks. Okay. Yeah. Street <laughs> terms. Three blocks away from the community center, of okay. the village. Yeah, that's pretty, so. that's pretty far. Yeah, I mean, this is where they do, um, this is where people stay for six months to a year, okay. kind of thing. Their are um, balls deep. They're balls deep, they're doing the dieta where they don't speak to anybody Yeah They're just like taking medicine And so... That's crazy So I was roommates I mean, I was <laughs> next sure to... sure never would do that well, well, see, this is what I was thinking I was thinking, uh... Richard and Kat were like, uh... They, they saw my room too and they're like, No, don't, don't... Don't stay here Cause you might not go back You'll be one of them You'll be one of them I was so scared I was gonna be one of them Because the guy next to me, like yeah, in the... That's the, pretty messed up, man Yeah In the tombow next to me, he was, um... Well, Felipe told me. Felipe told me not to talk to that guy. He was like, "Oh, if you if you talk to him and he doesn't like respond back, he's not angry at you. He just uh, made a vow not to speak to anyone for six months." Right. I'm like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I'm so, sure to go crazy. <laughs> yeah, so I, I I dropped my bags over there and uh, and the first night goes by and man, the jungle is alive, bro. <laughs> jungle is alive. <laughs> I mean, is it real to you? It's. It's real to you. Oh, it's also real, man. It's (laughs) also real. I mean, sounds that you've never, animals that you can never imagine, like what they sound like. They just heard monkeys, all kinds of things. Monkeys. I heard big cats. Don't know if they're jaguars or not. Do you have a a cage? Yeah. Well, all all it is is a wooden hut surrounded by wrapped around with uh, mosquitoes. So you have wood around you. Well, if a jaguar were to come, like that's it. Then you you would have died. Yeah. So there, has there been instances where people have been eaten by big cats? No, there were. There's only been an instance where there was a snake that oh, that okay. appeared, right? And so I was like, I that's was not really, scary at all. Not scary at all, man. <laughs> so so uh, asked Felipe like, he was like, oh, over here is safe, you know? And I'm like, oh yeah. Are there like other animals? He's like, yeah. Sometimes the snakes. So there like, mosquitoes or no? Oh, the mosquitoes. The mosquitoes are bad, but it's the last thing you're thinking about. Okay. Over there. Right. I mean I'm lucky I never uh, actually didn't even bring malaria pills there oh okay I heard that you're supposed to bring some yeah just in case but it's been a couple months now i no outbreak <laughs> so I'm fine I was just really careful with uh you know with uh putting mosquito repellent on and right and you're fine so fast forward the next day the next day is the day of our first ceremony okay and what we what they do before this is we go to the medicine hut and Felipe, he, he had this bowl of, it's like a bowl of soup, of water, I don't know what it is. Yeah. But basically he's saying that you drink this and it purges every like energy that, every bad energy that's going to be collected right. in your body. But it's a non-psychoactive Non-psychoactive ball. Right. right, it's supposed to purge your energy and like all like unclean things from the okay. body, right? And so I asked him, so th- th- this, does this mean that like we didn't even have to do the dieta to do the fast? He was like, "Yeah, you don't really need to do that. You just like you just wow. you just drink this, and it will like it'll purge you out, maybe throw up." So you wasted a whole <laughs> month Yeah, <laughs> for nothing. I mean, everyone in our crew, everyone in the group was like, "What? Like you mean?" Because there were a couple newcomers that came that day too, right? And they were like, "What? You mean we didn't need to do the dieta?" <laughs> and, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, you just you just drink this." It's more of a test. It of is patience and it is. stuff. There's right? there's so. more. It's more so than that. Yeah, it's like uh, you have to dedicate yourself. Right, and. That alone starts enacting some changes, right? Okay And I also have this theory that if you don't have enough salt, you might start going a little a little off the walls, man Right I mean, You need salt, man Yeah, when I was on the dieta, I had like, when I was on low-sodium, man, like, I, you know, I didn't know Especially if right. you exercise or yeah. sweat Yeah mm-hmm. For sure need salt For sure need salt Or if Let's you do some it. hot yoga, you know, <laughs> well, need salt, man Yeah, you might, you might as well drop dead without <laughs> salt after <laughs> hot yoga so we go there, and um, you know, we we take our stuff, and everyone's just hurling, 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 and after that, we do our flower bath. So what the flower bath is is sounds very sounds very pretty, man. It's it's uh you sounds. just it, it doesn't look like anything how it sounds, man. <laughs> it's a bucket of leaves and. They're like, okay, you shower with this. Okay, it's very so, South American, very South American, and what it is, it's it's supposed to protect you when you go into your ceremonies. Like, okay, It's supposed to. It's a cleanse. Yeah, it raises your energy. It's level like the level. like Chinese people have that melody. Yeah, exactly the same thing. Okay. Same concept, right? Like, so it's so it's real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, you just strip down. You like you pour this stuff all over your body. Okay. It doesn't smell the best, it doesn't feel the best, but you know, and you're not supposed to shower after that. Right. So you just leave the leaves on, and um, you become the jungle, you start like becoming the jungle, like right. step by step. And so Felipe tells us, okay, everyone meet in the Maloka, which is the ceremonial hut, um, meet at 8. Okay. So we have a couple of hours before that, and everyone, uh, all of a sudden the camp, the, the village, everyone's just... Quiet man, everyone goes into their own thing. Everyone's like going through notes, writing down questions, meditating. You know, no, one's, no one's like during lunchtime, no one's like how they are during lunchtime. Right. You know, very different change of energy. Is anybody doing any breathing methods? No, okay. I mean, <coughs> everyone was journaling and. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I know you what you're talking about Wim Hof. That's another podcast, but. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Anyways. I will, I will definitely do Wim Hof next time I go down. But. <laughs> that's a different podcast yeah yeah so (laughs) we uh eight o'clock rolls by and and here's the thing man everyone is rolling up and wearing all white dude everyone's wearing all white and i did not get the memo. i didn't pack any white clothes so so you're all black wearing a black dungan trussell (laughs) t-shirt super demonic yeah no man it's a good shirt yeah but We walk into the Maloka and like, and everyone's just quiet. Everyone's, and the cool thing is, the cool thing is uh, when you're at these ayahuasca retreats, everyone is, everyone has their guard down, man. Everyone is there to learn or they have their own issues to face. And no one gives, there is zero fucks given, man. Because before the ceremony happens, it's when the true side of everyone comes out. You see everyone doing their own rituals. Like they're, they are scared of their life, man. Like there's, you know, some people around us were, Laying down crystal, like a crystal fortress around them, right. you know? And like they're like praying hard in each corner, like blessing each yeah. corner. And some people are, you know, some people are doing some yoga, like they're going to deep, doing some asanas and praying right. and whatnot. And some people are laying on incense, like trying to drown themselves in smoke yeah. and whatnot. But it's all, it's all just smoke and mirrors, right? Well, it's, yeah. I guess it's your own, the, the method that you choose, right? Yeah. So I'm just sitting there twiddling my thumbs. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, I kind of want to get this over with. Like, right see what this is about walk in and just to let you know like Richard and Kat they came in late okay after everybody so So you didn't sit with them I didn't sit with them I'm like separated from them and I kind of wish I was sitting next to them because they're like the closest people I know over there right? I was I was kind of strangers with everyone yeah I was all alone in my own corner and so 8 o'clock comes by and there's still power there's like one hour left of power in the generator that's powering the village so you know everyone's Everyone's going up and getting their medicine. Okay. Okay? And um, the shaman comes up, Ricardo. He sits down, and he brings his whole family in, man. This is the most uncanny thing. His wife and his two kids. It's like movie night for them. How old are the kids? Uh, I think the kids are like around like six or seven. Okay. Super young. Super young. And they're like, they're not, they're unfazed by any of this. Right. Well, they've seen it a thousand times. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. It's like family night for them. Yeah. They, they, they have like a little sleepover every, there every night. <laughs> and ricardo has two other um, two other friends that are shamans sitting mm-hmm. next to him and so co-shamans co-shamans right. so it's like the it's like the whole team there okay the whole crew <laughs> squad, <girls>. squad <laughs> goals. <laughs> so you know everyone uh cat's actually the first yeah she's the first person in line so she goes up first and the shamans they'll pour out They'll pour out some for you, and like they, they can kind of judge how much you can handle or right. like how much you need for that night. Apparently. Okay. So they pour a little bit for her. She drinks it. You're supposed to. You're supposed to make an intention and then drink it. She takes it. You know, everyone goes and goes, and it comes up to me and and I finally get mine, and I'm just I'm looking at that glass. and I'm like, oh, okay, here we go, man. It's like that uh, the roller coaster when it gets when you get locked yeah. in. There's no there's no jumping out of. Right. Way, so. I make my intention. Well, actually, you can still just run away, right? At this point. Well, this is the point where <laughs> you're going to hop in the roller coaster and the seats are going yeah. <laughs> to... Right? Okay. So, at one last moment. Well, I, I was like, okay, let's, let's do this. I make my intention. And I drink the ayahuasca, man. I drink the Kool-Aid. Here you I drink go. the jungle juice. And here you go. And sit back down. About 20 minutes pass. everyone gets their stuff. And... Then the power goes out in the whole village. It's just a blackout. <laughs> and all that's left is uh, one candle. The candle blows out too. He blows out the Ricardo blows out the candle. Uh-huh. They take their the the shamans take their medicine. And and then it's just silent, man. There's like no movement, no no one's doing anything. Right. And all of a sudden, um uh, People are just waiting, man. Waiting to the shamans are waiting to get into their trench. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're waiting for this thing called the mariación, which is a... they call it a trance. They wait... they get into a trance. Okay. And as soon as they get into the trance, you hear You hear the... man, you hear the iqueros start going on like slightly, like, like a low belch from deep into their throat. Okay. It doesn't even sound human, man. It sounds like... it sounds like trees are singing. If trees could... Sing, I don't even know how to explain it. Yeah, but that's, that's pretty weird. It's very weird. Yeah, I mean, it almost sounds like trees and and frogs singing at the same time. But it's the shaman singing. Yeah. Okay. It's the shaman singing. But it w- if you didn't know, you would think that it's a symphony being created by the whole jungle. Right. Right. So he starts and super scary, man. Yeah, it's pretty scary. Yeah, very scary. When I first heard it, I I got a little bit of chicken skin when I first heard it and. You hear like belching every once in a while and you just hear them like, you hear them puking and... The shamans? Yeah, yeah, well like you hear them like clearing out energy at first, but the first person to puke was really a cat. Okay. She just... You start people hearing light, you hear people lighting up like left and right to me. And not only lighting up like in their puke bucket, but... they're shitting your pants. Not yet, we didn't get (laughs) to that point yet. Um, no, no. Who knows if they did? Because you, people just walk out to the restroom if they do. Right. I don't think yeah. anyone really shit their pants. Is there a point where you can't control the shitting part? It's like boom. It's I've, like, yeah. I've never, you know, I've heard a lot of ayahuasca stories, and that was one of the well, that was one of the fears going yeah. down too, right? Yeah, that's pretty scary. I think I think most people you talk to I do not want. To I've heard about pants. this. That's like the biggest fear, actually. About, like they don't yeah. want to shit their pants. Like puking is fine, but shitting your pants is that's embarrassing. Cool. Yeah. But there were none. No encounters of that. Okay. Uh, during our thing, Because like people just. I guess you can. You so you can ask for help if you're. Yeah. You'd be like help. <laughs> you'd be crawling on the floor and like someone will help you out, but. You know, like uh, back to the puking thing. Like you just hear the most demonic, purging like possible. It's like Exorcist. Type. Yeah, it sounds like that, man. Okay. Like, from the deepest like, the deepest trenches of the gut. From just, your root chakras. Yeah. All the way down, man. <laughs> from the root chakra all the way up, dude. Okay. And uh and then you start hearing people crying. You hear people just getting super emo. Yeah. They're just crying hard, man. And this is like nothing really hit me yet at this point. And so I'm like, oh just imagine that. Just imagine you're you're in the dark you're and you hear chilling. this. You're just you're just chilling and you hear this stuff going on like to your left and right. I, I'm just like, okay. it's like Amazon jungle and chill. I'm and just <laughs> Amazon jungle and chill. Before <laughs> puking your asses out, ayahuasca and chill. <laughs> you no, know, I'm like dum, da, dum, da, dum. <laughs> so. So soon after this, I, I start feeling a little bit sick. Okay. And uh... you know the weird thing is like you hear all these stories about purging and and you you start to anticipate this stuff. You start like okay, I want to like yeah, it's take like a placebo. It's a placebo, right? I'm like, wait, do I really need to purge right now? Yeah. I feel kind of sick, but I don't really need to, like. Right. So I just tried to anyway, and then I tried. To, I got my bucket, and oh, it was just a little bit of gas, like yeah. a belch, and then after that, like more came out. Yeah, but throughout, I mean, throughout the whole the four ceremonies I did, no real physical purging, man. Right. To tell you the truth, it was like really psychic purging. Okay. I guess like physically, I guess I eat pretty healthy. Right. But there was a lot of, like, you know, psychic shit stuff. Right. So, you know, that happened, and... and as they're singing, there's, a uh, they calm down again, right? After this, like, this this battle. Everyone's, like, done with their little thing. And you think it's done. So everyone lies down. And you hear the shamans, like... See <sighs> so them lighting up their mapachos, and then... That's, like, uh, tobacco, right? It's a tobacco. It's, like, a sacred tobacco, basically. Okay. So... What it is, is people will use it to, um, they'll blow it on themselves for protection. Right. The shamans will use it for protection. And also what it is, is they call it the, they call it the bridge basically Mm -hmm. between the spirit and the physical world. So basically if you inhale this, right, if you inhale it while you're on ayahuasca, don't do it because it, it, it intensifies. So you're not supposed to inhale, right? You're supposed to just blow it out like a sickle. You're supposed to, but if you do inhale, like this is what we discovered, right? Yeah. Yeah. We were talking the next day, like um, one, but of, one of the friends I met, it was like, Man, did you, you know, if you inhale this shit, <laughs> it makes it really strong. <laughs> That's good though, right? I mean, yeah, well, some people need it. Some people, yeah. the shamans are saying too, like, you know, some, uh, you might need, some people might need Mapacho to bridge that gap. So more. you're like, into, you're half spirit, half human. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what if you just smoked that? Well if you just blow if you just inhale it and then I mean don't inhale it but just like Yeah. Well, what if you just inhale it without ayahuasca? Uh, it doesn't really do anything. I tried it in oh, the really? daytime. Yeah. If you're sober? No. It, I mean like it, it definitely feels like a nicotine high. Yeah. But way cleaner. There's something different about it. There are So there's still nicotine there. It's still nicotine, but there are definitely some things that are different between a a, a modern cigarette and oh, a, for a sure, mantra. right? Because yeah. there's millions of chemicals. Oh in yeah, it. that's yeah. just straight. What about to e-sig? Um, e-sig goes cleaner, I have to say. <laughs> okay. E-sig goes cleaner, I have to say. Alright. But, so... But e-sig yeah. won't get you as, uh... Right. As, oh yeah. You of know. course. <laughs> <laughs> so... The thing is e but... Yeah. E-sig is not the bridge. The definitely trace. not, definitely not. So... So we go and, uh... The second bout, the second bout comes... And this is when it really gets epic, right? This is when I'm experiencing, all of a sudden, like, I feel a purge coming up again. Deep, man, deep. And I have to really try. I had to try my hardest. I had to, like, it felt like uh, my abs were clenching. Everything was what clenching. What if you don't try? Oh, I didn't know. Did, something deep down inside uh, of me yeah. was trying to get out. Yeah. Like, it just felt like something was trying to get out. And right. As it started coming up, dude, I was going through my birth, man. <laughs> so... So you okay. so I had a vision of my of of being born in a hospital, and like the, how like it's not natural basically right. you know it, it's also it's really traumatizing for a kid if you think about it because yeah. the way the humans supposed to come into this world like it's really natural right but in a western hospital it's very clinical there's white lights being right. shown in your face, doctors wearing gloves, they have masks on there's no like semblance of there's no love right there's no it's lost its humanity right right and there's a lot of like machines and everything and so like it's very traumatizing so it's the machine world yeah <laughs> so you know, I guess that's that's one of the traumas I had you know it's right. like that um, you it's
1: know a, as Ram Dass
0: yeah. would say like of going coming from like nothingness back into separateness that trauma that's a, it's a real trauma man okay so that is out t- by the way today's my birthday so, birthday right you know, bro. 20 something years ago, I went through this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you might, when you do ayahuasca, you might experience it, man. Yeah, I don't know, man, after hearing this, my <laughs> kind of, I don't know, I just start stick to doing yoga. I just, <laughs> I just paid, man, just let you know, man, it feels good to, to purge okay. it out. It feels really good after, it's that, it's that process when it starts coming up, when it boils up. That's the hardest part. But it's once, like when you drink alcohol, you purge. Oh, oh completely different from alcohol <laughs> purge. Alcohol purge is you're knowingly poisoning yourself, and your body's trying to get rid of it. But this is a psychic purge, man. Okay. This is like traumas that have been collected over, over your life. Okay. okay. So, so you see yourself being born, being yeah. shot at your mom's pussy. Yeah. <laughs> you I'm know, sorry. it's not. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, saw so myself being born. So on to the next. On to the next trauma, it is basically, uh, I had a trauma from, uh, the next vision I got was basically my grandparents. Right. Right? So, I saw, like, dude, I saw, do you, have you ever heard of this thing called epigenetics? Yes. Where, yeah, like, traumas are passed down onto you from your parents and right all the way it's down. It's like evolution, right? It's like evolution, man, yeah. but basically... I believe ayahuasca it, it digs deep into your genetics and it just digs up the this DNA. stuff into the DNA, man. Like it's stored. The DNA is a your body is a USB stick, basically. Right. And what ayahuasca does is it helps you read hidden files. Okay. Basically, so. So a lot of porn and. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Everything, you know. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All that, man. All that good jazz. But so uh, it digs into your subconscious, pretty much. Yeah. Into your subconscious man like I mean I saw my ancestors like all the all the shit they went through man and just so do you see them in a web or you see them chilling no 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 you see you, you feel it's more like you feel what so oh, like okay. the, my experience was the feels were more strong than the, the visuals yeah. okay I mean like every once in a while the visuals were strong too but more, more so it was the feels right And so you felt them yeah i mean i saw them too but okay. i mean like as like a web but did so they have beers and stuff yeah they so were, it was like like were they young or they're old no they're they're like mid-aged okay they're mid-aged i mean i saw my grandpa too like and it was this he was in his young form basically okay if i were to see like the a vibrant form of him yeah his prime okay basically i saw him there but i saw along that like down the line i just saw like all this trauma that was stored up between them from you know, having to deal with like the communist era, China and... So their you know, stress... Yeah, yeah, their stresses and everything was passed down and like this... I, I just had to let it go. Right. And I guess... They were like telling me to just, just let it go too. And as I let it go, like they actually lightened up. And then... Okay. they like, heavy, like, Yeah, they're like, oh, we can, we can... We can be at peace now too. Like it's almost as if I took care of their trauma. Yeah. You know, it's- otherwise it would have been a burden that I would carry on and pass down to right it's like when they say like, the, the house is haunted yeah and there's a ghost haunting the house yeah usually the ghost has something that needs to be solved. yeah so whether I basically it's basically kind of solved it for them yeah. yeah and i mean i see it i see it with my my dad and his siblings you know and his like and my aunties right. like their interactions i know where all that all that bullshit comes from man it's from traumas being passed down like right. just a lot of bickering in the family, like, not enough love. Right. You know, and it's with, I think with, uh... With, like, Chinese families, it is like that, you know? Like, there's a lot of... A lot of stuff unresolved, and people, they, it's, yeah. there's not a culture where they resolve these things, man. You don't sing Kumbaya. Yeah, no one, they don't sing <laughs> Kumbaya, and that's, that's what caused a lot of the problems. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you gotta start singing Kumbaya now. <laughs> if it were that easy, man, if it were only that easy. But easier to just drink ayahuasca, man, and purge for them. It's just the egos, oh, man. Yeah, you know? That's all so. it is. So, I mean, I saw my grandpa, and, like, you know, after I purged that out, like, he gave me a hug, and I, like, I just, the la- that was, like, the last of that purge. Yeah. Gave him a big hug. I saw my grandma. I saw everyone, like, I was my final time to, I felt like, finally said bye to them. I finally had peace. Right. I was at peace to say bye. And I let them go. And there was like no attachment to that anymore. Okay. And that was that was a beautiful moment, man. Like after that, he just he just shifted into like a warrior-looking thing, and and this is the cool part, man. He just had a dude, he had a heart, man, in his in his left hand. What Was it like a? It was like a glowing heart. It was like a little like energetic heart, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, And he just like kind of, just, like stuck it to where my heart was, and he was right. like, yeah, you got to. I just felt my heart chakra then just like blow up, like. Wow. It was like... <laughs> I don't know how you explain it, dude. Yeah. Like he, he looked like a traditional, what you'd like think a Chinese warrior looked like, you know? With the full gar- garb and okay. everything. And it was still him, but it was like his... his it's like a terracotta sword, warrior type character. Something, something similar yeah. to that. But like, it was uh, it was still his, his energy, but it was a, in a different form, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, after that, he told me that like this is the most important weapon that you can have that right. like it's love dude and he was telling me like you can use he's showing me like oh you can use the sword or you can use this but this will prevail right you know you need the sword too sometimes yeah definitely but yeah. but overall like the underlying power between, behind everything is, is love man So it makes the universe work right and you know he he disappeared after that vision and I wish I wouldn't remember that lesson because the next lesson I got was uh Bring out the sword. (laughs) I was trying to bring out the sword, man. So so soon after that, I calmed down, and the room was quiet again. And the funniest thing is, well, the freakiest, scariest thing is that every time they need to sit When they sing these Icaros, it's almost as if it activates. The Icaros and the ayahuasca are symbiotic, man. Like, they work to, like, it's almost as if they're one thing together. Right. Oh, and they stop singing the Icaros. The ayahuasca is just a liquid form. So it's like the snake and the Indian guy yeah, singing yeah. the flute. Or exactly, yeah. Like, playing the flute. Or it's like, you know when you watch Spider-Man? You know mm-hmm. Venom? <laughs> yeah, I know Venom. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that. It's kind of like symbiotic with Spider-Man. Does he have music, though? Oh, okay, okay. I know you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like he works. It's, a, it's a stretch, though. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah okay. not really like that. But, yeah, I get I get it, yeah. You can kind of see what I'm trying yeah. to get at, though, right? With the Ikaros and... Yeah, the it's state. like a dance and a music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can't really dance without music. Yeah. We, yeah. Is the snake things better? Yeah, the or like a drum, drum beat or something. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, we do... Um, they start They start singing again, and this time it's in a different energy. Okay. So each time they're singing it, they're working to clear out the energy in the room. Right. Yes. Um, not, I guess, but this is what they this is what they say. Okay, right, and it's almost the best way to describe it is they're ichiros, they're fishing, man. Like they're they're throwing a fishing line deep into your psychic body, right, and, and your physical body, and they're like they're catching something and they're pulling it out. Okay, and they're just trying to clear you out that way. So, next thing that happens is uh, I get attacked by bugs, man. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like psychic bugs, right? Psychic bugs, yeah. And if it was very real, though, man, it was. That's your deep fear, right? Bugs. Yeah, yeah, there's some something like something about about flying cockroaches. Okay. Like it's so you got swarmed by flying cockroaches. Well, see, this is what was happening. I was lying down after that, I, like after that beautiful vision with my like so the heart. The heart. <laughs> I was like, bye, bye, guys. Like, kumbaya. And I was lying down, <laughs> lying down in my mat. I was like smoking up a mapacho, and I was like, okay, hey, this is cool, man. This so point. at this point, you're can, are you conscious or, what what I mean is like can you walk around? Can oh you yeah, do yeah, math? Oh yeah, yeah. Can you pass normal dude? Like okay, yeah. Stone cold okay. sober, or I thought I was right yeah. until the Icarus kicked yeah. in again. I'm like oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so so the bugs come. So once the ecros come on, um, I'm lying down. I have my legs. I have my legs laying down flat. I'm lying down flat, like hands behind my head, like chilling like a boss, yeah. and then. And then I feel like something like started crawling up my legs, like a bunch of stuff started crawling up my legs. Like, like you actually felt the sensation. Actually, physically felt, okay. and I looked down, and my legs were filled with- <laughs> So right? how do you know if it was real or not? Oh no, dude, this is uh, it was-, it was my whole leg was like filled, like yeah. I started getting filled with But it like, could be real. No, no, because like, <laughs> soon after that, I was like, when I- Whoa, They just disappeared, oh, right? Okay. And as I calmed down, they started swarming back me. Oh, okay. Like they were nowhere to be seen, like they just- Right. Just clicked on and off. Right? Okay. So teleportation with bugs. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But what it was like all, all of a sudden like they just started swarming and in the middle of the room there was like a giant insect. Like a spider type looking being. Uh-huh. It looked like there were three of them just start, starting to crawl towards me and whatnot. You know, right. they were they were this was evil man. So this was like pure <laughs> this was pure <laughs> evil <laughs> pure <laughs> evil. I, I knew this shit was not So, so bugs are evil. Not chill no it, it, it depends it's not nothing no visions are good or bad per se it's the intent or the energy right. that you get across from them but these were definitely out to to get me. yeah didn't feel good didn't feel no they were trying to like they were parasitic man they were trying to like suck my energy out okay so so grab the sword well oh, at oh, that oh. point i was i was trying to like oh in the sword Grab the sword out, and in the astral, in the astral world, yeah. like in the astral realm, you can kind of manifest things, right? And you can see them. So you manifested a sword? I brought it back on the same sword I saw in my graph, like, was yeah. telling me about, right? I grabbed it, I kept slicing at them and slicing at them, and they wouldn't stop coming, dude. Like, they just kept reappearing right. and reappearing, and then spiders got closer. Yeah, I loved them, bro. Well, man, <laughs> when you're in a situation like this, it's not the first thing you think about. Like, it's... Yeah. I mean, this, I guess this is what I watched oh, was I still to wouldn't teach. do that, man. Like if a flying cockroach came right now, yeah. probably would not love. No, <laughs> love no. Well, right now, then they don't—they don't bother me at all anymore. When yeah. I see them. Um, they're cool now. They're chill. What if a hundred of them came right here, you, you just love them. I mean, like you know, you just don't don't run in fear or whatever. Right. Know? There's like, not really gonna do shit to you. Okay. But basically, um, uh, you know, they they started coming here now. was just uh. I remember that moment where my like, where my chakra just felt filled with energy. Yeah. And I just felt that... We inhaled. Inhaled, I felt that energy again, and all of a sudden... The prana. The prana, man, just lit up. Yeah. And the whole room, it almost felt like the room lit up a little right. bit more. Like a... The room... Like if you can say the room is like different shades, like from 1 to 10, like 1 is dark and 10 is bright. Right. right? It felt like it went from like a 1 to an 8 all of a sudden. Okay. And they just... Although I love you guys, man. I mean, I wasn't- of course I didn't say that, but I was yeah. just like- I just felt some kind of like acceptance for them. And as soon as that happened, they just disappeared. They just disappeared from the room. And soon after that happened, Kat encountered her own- bug, Her own, um- Monster. Parasito, man. <laughs> <laughs> because... She was sitting at the end of the room and uh, there was this serpentine creature that just started. Uh-huh. And so this is- I'm, I'm still- I just- I just calmed down from my trip. Right. I was like, oh, this is intense, man. Like, I need a break, man. And they can stop. But cat, she- I guess she manifested something. There was this 20-foot tall, like 20-foot long serpent-like creature. It was like dark gray, like a dragon-looking creature, yeah. right? Or like a giant anaconda or something. It, it was, was- Bad energy. Bad energy, man. Evil- it, was like, it had, mount, like, jaws open to wide bad trying mode. to eat her. Yeah. trying to suck her soul alive kind of thing <laughs> and i see this in the corner of my eye and i'm like oh you're no you're like, fucked <laughs> well i'm just like oh man this is uh I, I, I let out a small laugh at that point i was like oh shit this is really yeah. happening huh but this is really happening it's fucked though. up dude cause if i saw that it'd be it's just me <laughs> yeah, right but she's screaming at that point and she's crying <laughs> yeah. and i'm seeing this, this happening this shit's real I'm like, oh no! And it looks like it had a jaguar, panther type of face on the serpent head too. Is is yeah, that's Very pretty weird. It's like some European monster. Yeah, yeah, something out of not Like know, some Hercules weird. monster. Yeah, right? yeah. So as he was coming towards her, like she started just started crying. She rolled up and she turtled up, and <laughs> 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 the serpent like TKO. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, waiting for a- uh, Waiting for Irv Dean to come, Ready. Right? <laughs> She's... She turned, <laughs> it's all over! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, she turtled up, and... Uh, and She was trying to fight it, and the, the shaman's... Uh, the, the funniest, the weirdest thing was, at that point, when I saw... When I kind of looked at the serpent, too. Yeah. The serpent looked my way, too, and I was like, oh, shit. So I looked, I looked away. I was <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. It's not... It's not my problem, man. It's <laughs> not my problem. I was like, dude, stay away from me. So... The shamans, all of a sudden, like they, it—it's weird, man. Like they, it's almost as if they took a flashlight or something yeah. and they shined it directly at that, like a light. Load them a pacho, bro. Yeah, they're like they're doing everything and they're all directing their. You can see them. You can see the energy, everything happening yeah. all at once when you're under the, under this visionary realm. And you can see them like directing energy at that thing. Like, yeah, breaking it up, and one of the helpers was coming up to cat, and was like, "Are you okay?" and like she's like I'm so scared but the helper was like oh is you know you have to work with ayahuasca you have to like right you have to fight this or it won't it won't go away so do you think there are these beings or ghosts in I don't at, in real life at, at the risk of sounding at the risk of sounding crazy, man. Like these things are real, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, things, even without ayahuasca, I mean, yeah, it's what I mean. Yeah, like, but, right now. But ayahuasca, what happens is, yeah, right now, like these you things don't see them. you don't see them. But like in this visionary realm, they manifest as like however you want to see them or whatever they want to see you to see them as. Right. Right. But they're still around. Oh, they're around, man. I mean, even like without. Ayahuasca, every time someone, every time someone like. Says fuck you. Yeah, like in with yeah. like it's an intention, right? Right. Like, fuck you, but yeah. So if somebody's pissed at you. Pissed at you and they say that, and, dude, like yeah. there is definitely if you were take ayahuasca you yeah. would definitely see something. But ayahuasca. then if that if you're not if you, it only affects you if you bite if you bite, right? Yeah. So if you don't bite, then yeah. there's no there's no yeah, monster. There's, there's no. Right? Monster. So only if you're scared of the monster does yeah. the but, monster have power. But the thing is the thing is these things do exist, man. Right. These things do exist, it's... There are certain wavelengths, I believe, like, after doing Ayahuasca now, like, Mm -hmm. we were only accessing... The third dimension? The third dimension, man. We can only access, we can only... Our brain can only decode certain... Certain amounts of information, right? right? And when we go deep enough, when we start unlocking, or letting go, then we start seeing more. Right. And so, you know, that... Yeah. We we got to see a lot of shit that night, man. Okay, so... And that was the, uh... The first ceremony. That was the first ceremony. Okay, let's get to the second ceremony. So... Let's see. Let's go through my notes. Well, the second second night was pretty fun, man. I have to say. (laughs) Second night, uh... Second (laughs) night we went up, I took a little bit more of the medicine. Yeah. And... Right away, like, I didn't really have to purge. Right. And... The only vision I had was, uh... Dude, all of a sudden... I felt nothing for a bit until, until all of a sudden I just felt, my body started vibrating a little bit, like my hands started shaking a little bit and then I had a little bit of, I belched a little bit again, a little bit more gas, and then I felt the chi, yeah, <laughs> felt the chi again, <laughs> and all of a sudden I just felt bright, man, I felt glowing, and as that happened, all of a sudden I felt like walking around, right, and as I was walking around, like I noticed um, my hands didn't feel like a human hand anymore. Right, so what do you feel like? Well, I looked down, and in this in this in the visions, um, I was not a human anymore, dude. I was I became a wolf, right? Like you in the a snow, wolf? in the snow, okay. Like I saw my paw and everything, yeah. and I all this, all of a sudden, before this happened, I noticed that my vision was different. I wasn't using my vision too much anymore, right. and I could smell a lot more, a lot more. I could, I could, yeah, that's crazy. So you have a s- Like how do you- how do I even explain like I was trying to think about like oh what I was just doing before the ceremony and then Yeah I was retracing my step but I could smell my step walking <laughs> into the ceremony back to my was That's tent crazy tent And everything It's so like could smell pretty much like a dog quid Yeah, yeah. I, I had that same acute, That's that sharp The spider sense Focused sense <laughs> And like that Dude I was just in the moment man At that yeah. point I was very focused in the moment I didn't think about Pure animal pure animal dude right. and, and, and there's something amazing about ass. it man It's yeah. something amazing about it when you're just in the moment dude it's badass <laughs> yeah so i didn't notice this until like i realized i didn't even know until i i was like wait what what is a human hand and what is a dog hand you know yeah. i started thinking again like oh shit yeah i'm not a human anymore dude. right when i got out of the moment that's when i just realized it but okay. if i didn't know i would just I felt like a wolf on the hunt. Yeah. And. I think the lesson from that was just short, simple, sweet, it was like, just in be present, moment. man, be in the yeah. moment. And after I got that, I was like, oh, I get it, oh, I left that vision, I was like, oh, okay, done with that. And I for sure stayed longer, man, well, sounds fun, dude. I, I wish I did, man, not a <laughs> thing back, man, that was the, one of the, mo- the best moments. That's though. badass. Yeah. It's like playing a video game. Right? <laughs> yeah. you become a wolf. But after that, um, after that, I became another animal, right? And okay. I didn't. Every time I say it became an animal, it, it, it'd take me a while to notice because... Hashtag beast mode. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm flying, but I didn't know I was flying until yeah. so it just felt natural that's why. Right. And then until I look down and I'm above the trees, right? Right. And all of a sudden I, I had a laser type of vision, like, so like an eagle. hawk vision. yeah. And the eagle is always like, the lesson I got from that was the eagle is always looking at all its surroundings right and it's always looking forward right planning ahead and yeah. whatnot and so so you're all predators all predators okay. but i mean like i felt like these um you know even now the weirdest thing is when i meditate right now sometimes like i call upon these <laughs> these i don't i don't call upon them yeah per se but i kind of go back to that feel of like that presentness right so what i do is i use like the that presentness i got from wolf, yeah and then okay, be present like this. So you use the same software? Same software. Right. Yeah. I don't call them like, oh, please help me yeah. right now. Like, hey man, no I, I do like that. Hey that's, <laughs> hey, that's cool too, man. You, you do your thing. That was like, whoa. I just think wolves are cool, man. Dude, they're badass, man. Yeah. They'll change all. the Yellowstone. Look at that wolf shirt. <laughs> so I mean, that was... Um... Oh yeah, another funny thing that happened was so, while this, uh, while this wolf thing happened, the wolf and eagle thing, after they subsided... You know how they say, they talk about, like, crazy people in these ayahuasca ceremonies? People yeah. that, like, that just start screaming or whatever? Yeah. I almost became one of them. Because... The I'm God guy? Well, like, what happened was, I just <laughs> felt, new- dude, I felt so good, man. <laughs> all of a sudden, like, deep down, and I'm not talking about, like, hallucinating a drumbeat. Like, I felt like a drumbeat deep from within me. Yeah. Like, not... Not how you hear a sound, but I just felt something I had to march to. And I just got up, man, I was just gonna do it. I was like So you're marching? Yeah, I was I was gonna dance to this, this oh, beat okay. that I felt from somewhere deep inside me. Yeah. And and I just had to sit down, man. Because, like uh <laughs> the one <London> the <laughs> helpers was like, Patrick, you're gonna have to stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're for gonna sure have to stop <laughs> making noise. <laughs> 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 so I went outside. I just left the Maloka and then uh, I chilled out there for a bit. There is a full moon that night apparently. I didn't even know it was a full moon. It's the wolf, man. And so I looked up at the moon. I looked up at the moon, and I just felt that sense again. Like I was like, yeah. I just howled a bit, man. And the day actually howled. I actually howled a bit. Like I got back into that. It's pretty crazy, man. (laughs) I got well. I got back into that. That that visionary. Yeah. A bit. He gave no fucks. He gave no fucks. Okay. So, did that, and uh, the next day. The next day I was hearing accounts from everyone, they are having a horrible time, man. I told yeah. them about my experience, and everyone was like, basically, fuck you, man. Yeah. So Kat and Richard not having a good time? Not having a good time, man. Having like, a bad time. Richard was crying. Um, Kat was... Cat had no visions, but there was something deep within her that had to be purged out. She just felt like... S- she felt still, angry, dude. Still getting fucked up by the serpent? Yeah, dude, she felt like she wanted to beat... Like, she wanted to beat down on people. Whoa. Like, she, she just felt... Like some anger trying yeah. to release, but she couldn't let it out. That's how I felt when I was on mushrooms. Right, I wanted yeah. to kill some motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's heavy, man. Yep, but man. so after the ceremony, she was still like that. Um, After the ceremony, she was like really confused, and she was talking to the shaman, and the shaman was saying so that. Am I you know, doing it right? <laughs> yeah. Basically, he said that she needed more ceremonies. Oh, okay. There's like there's a lot of stuff to be worked out. Right? Yeah. So I guess you have a d- meditation practice and you practice mindfulness and those things kind of pay off they will they will pay off but oh here's another thing that um i mean before the uh before i'm looking at my notes again and like that the second ceremony yeah after that drum beat uh that's when i met mother ayahuasca man (laughs) like when i went back into the maloca okay so take us through that well i walked back in and after that whole like drum beat that full moon howl type of thing Were you the only one howling? Or there's other people t- doing that too? No, there's uh well uh, so apparently before we got there, there was a Russian dude that was at the We I didn't we didn't get to meet him, but he was like uh techno biking. Yeah, yeah, he was uh he was an eagle. Like he, he started okay. like he started doing an eagle noise. What wow. yeah. <laughs> he was like standing <laughs> in, in the middle of in, in the middle of the maloka and he was like <laughs> <laughs> Damn. So you know this one uh but those aren't native animals to the Amazon. No, they're not. Yeah, so It's, it's, it's weird. Because yeah. usually you become... Like a native animal. Yeah, Amazonian animals, right? Yeah. So... So this next one that happened, like, I mean, I saw... I was just chilling. I thought the visions were done. I thought with, with all that that happened, I was like, okay, hey, for sure, I'm done. Yeah. Like, sure, it's gonna wear off now. Right. right. It's been how many hours? I think this has been... Five three hours in? okay yeah three hours in so i'm chilling and then all of a sudden all of a sudden like in the i'm sober in the maloca and then a giant butterfly just starts appearing in the maloca again giant and it is, it's not it's i don't want to say it's fake but it's a spiritual yeah yeah okay yeah <laughs> so you know it starts it's the wings they had it would they look like bird feathers and tree leaves okay. mixed together right and it's just like a giant yeah so it's like a feathered a fly I just said like a, a dinosaur. F- a flying object. Okay. I just call it that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like it wasn't really a butterfly. Either. UFO. <laughs> yeah, it was just a mix of like leaves and and whatnot. Yeah like, yeah, yeah. But you definitely could tell it right. was flying. And so it would fly in and on its uh I mean it might sound scary, but on its wings there's just a bunch of eyes and there's like a woman figure over yeah. there too, like a falcon type of thing. So that's Mother Awask. So she appeared and apparently like I found out the day after that other Ayahuasca appears to me like that. Okay. And... What she did was she was showing me how like... She showed me a vision of a caterpillar transforming. Right? And how... <laughs> like transforming into yeah. the that butterfly. That's the human to AI right? Yeah. Well... Well, let's see. That's what they say, right? Yeah. Well, no, like... The vision. The thing I got from that was that you need to you need to see the link between everything. You need to see. You, so you need to know why there's like suffering and everything, and like the so caterpillar will tell you. Things. Yeah, eventually it will lead to. Right. Because for a caterpillar, like it needs to. It basically like eats up everything, and it goes through a lot of hardship and stuff before it knows. It doesn't even know it's going to become a butterfly. Though. Right. Right. But it needs to go through this process in order. So basically it's saying it was teaching me uh she was teaching me oh yeah you got to look at the connectivity of of everything. Yeah. Because so the purpose behind the purpose behind everything yeah is is eventually to be transformed into the butterfly. Okay. And so you know that was when uh that was when I realized man cool story the struggle <laughs> is real. The struggle <laughs> is real. You know. Let's see? And that's uh, that's pretty much it, man. So, we'll do the third and fourth ceremony in the next podcast episode. But, so, what, what is the main takeaway from the two ceremonies? Not just from your own experience, but from, I don't know, maybe Richard or Kat or other friends. So the main thing, the main thing is, uh, you know, the visions. They, they definitely teach you a lot, man. Yeah. They definitely help with relating to a lot of stuff or seeing or the meaning between stuff, right? Right. But what's really important is, uh, is to, let, to let go, man, like to these traumas that you collect. <laughs> yeah. It's real, man. There's yeah. a lot of traumas, dude, and ayahuasca is like the quickest way to reach deep down into But there are some traumas that you don't even know exist, right? So, yeah. how do you let go of those? Well, it, ayahuasca will dig it up, and oh, okay. dig deep. And they, they call it the master medicine for right. a reason, too, because of that. Mm. Because, I mean, if you look at it like this, a lot of sickness is caused because your mind, right? There's a mind and body connection. And if you yeah. have traumas deep into you, in your body, you don't even know that eventually it'll lead to sickness, to cancers or, right. or whatnot, right? So by digging deep down into it and healing that aspect of it, you eventually heal everything in the mm-hmm. body. And that's important man. That's important. Yeah, that's it sounds really scary, man. Like it sounds really Yeah, it does it just sounds scary, man. Yeah, I mean it's you not no mean? one no one said it's a walk in the park, but honestly, I mean to tell you the truth, I can't wait to go again man. Cause before before I really wanted to go. Yeah. And then and then my brother went and he came back, and told me the story. I was like damn I I gotta go man. Yeah and then no, you have to go dude I have to go and then and then you came back and you're like telling me all these stories and I'm like man I gotta go yeah and then but hearing it again it's like damn dude it's pretty pretty scary man I mean it's I intense know. it's intense I don't know if I wanna battle cockroaches and shit you know like I don't know I'm, I'm, I'm better for that though man I feel a lot I feel better yeah man. no but it's just you go. you're going through a lot of shit man you know what I mean yeah you're going through like, it's like, man, my life is pretty good right now. <laughs> I don't need. No, but there's things. There's things that you don't know that could be solved. You know. Yeah. That 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 just even the most minuscule of things that yeah. are just like stuck deep into there. Right. You don't. Yeah, you know. It's... You don't know until until you really resolve. It sounds It sounds really scary, and it sounds like, and a lot of, a lot of these problems they won't manifest until like certain situations and whatnot, yeah. and then it, it'll just. It just manifests just like that, and then you won't even know that it's that you have that problem. Yeah, and it'll pass over again until. Yeah, and just it just keeps going deeper and deeper. Right. Until it's hard to fix, man.
1: <sighs> so man,
0: it's 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 heavy shit, man. It's some heavy duty shit. It's a nuke, man. Taking ibans is a nuke to the psyche. Yeah, it's it's definitely it's definitely something I'm interested in, but it's. I don't know whether or not because i think every time somebody fresh from peru comes yeah. back and talks to me yeah and, and shares their experience i'm like and it kind of it's kind of infectious right yeah. it's like man like really gotta go now but <laughs> like you feel that yeah. energy you feel how jolly they are how full of love they are and their heart chakra is like super yeah fucking powerful and you're like man i want to be like that so you get this motivation to go but then after a while, you're like, okay, well, it does cost a few thousand dollars. There's always the option of uh, there's always the option of doing one of those. Um,
1: well, those no. But I, mean, I
0: think the money is just an excuse. Yeah. But after a while, I feel like the money is a barrier. It's like a barrier yeah. to, you know what I mean. But like, you have to show commitment. Because even if it was free, not I mean, it's not gonna be. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. not. It's not. To me, the money money isn't an issue. Yeah, I have the money to go. Yeah. But it's it's a fear, man. It's scary, dude. It's when you it's hear stuff like this, you're like, man. Like, wonder what's gonna come up. You know what I mean? So. Man, I'm fine, dude. I came out alright. No, I mean I don't worry about that. Yeah. I just worry about during the process. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a bad trip. Like, what if you become cat? What if you see a mega? Serpent, yeah, trying to eat you. It's just, it's just very scary. But, but that's what that's what the shamans are for, though. I mean, they're, we're not telling yeah. you to go and take shrooms by yourself, and right? In the in the forest, you know. Yeah, and that's that's very scary. Yeah, but but in this, like, there's there's a reason why they're there. They're gonna definitely try to pull these things up. Yeah. So that I mean, they're gonna bring, they're gonna manifest these things from outside of you. Yeah, like, is gonna do it, and these guys are gonna be, these guys are gonna try to heal you. Yeah. Yeah, I understand how hard it would be because, I mean, I have a a practice of of letting go and mindfulness and things like that, and it's it's hard, man. Yeah, you know, it's it's a practice. It's not a one day thing. No. It's a continuous thing.
1: But and bringing that
0: practice to the Amazon, yeah, will definitely help out a lot. Oh, too. for sure. But I think that's what's gonna. It's really gonna help that practice. You know yeah. what I mean? Because. I already have a practice of, of th- those things. Yeah, going to the Amazon will will boost that by a lot, right? Yeah. So, but hey, man, sitting at home meditating sounds pretty goddamn easy, you know. Uh... Compared to that, you know.
1: <laughs> That's <laughs> pretty comfortable. But after going to a
0: Ram Dass retreat, <laughs> sounds sounds like a sounds like pretty fun. you Dying, die. I gonna... <laughs> yeah, I still want to go to a Ram Dass retreat, but. I don't know. It's for I think it's pretty much the same price. Yeah. As ayahuasca. And nothing against Ramdas but I better, <laughs> I'd rather have ayahuasca. I don't know, I'm kinda interested to check out the Ramdas for retreat. Yeah, for sure, because 'cause I've already done ayahuasca. So Yeah. Honestly the difference. I think Yeah, I don't know. I I'm not going to go again though. Yeah. To do well for, for a lot of people have done ayahuasca is they always go back yeah unless they tell you not to go back so like my brother has already been back but I don't know if he's gonna go back again yeah um, but I think is it's a practice also you know it's not like it's a it's magical, not a quick it's not a quick quick fix yeah for everything you know you it have shows to, you the way well that that's what they say about integration right it's yeah it's, it's the so, hardest part. integration is the hardest part it's like a lot of people think integration is gonna oh what, you take ayahuasca and automatically no 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 The integration right. part is to consciously bring your lessons yeah. back. And I'm still I'm still integrating, man. You know? Yeah. Well, it's only been a few months, right? Yeah, so I mean, the like the whole the whole the alcohol thing, man, like is is, is weird man now because I can't really do alcohol. Yeah. After, well, I think yeah. After doing ayahuasca, like yeah. Well, you just have to learn how to enjoy I, it. No, like I do the, I do the enjoy right, it though. I, I do at the enjoy right it amount, you know? Yeah. But yeah. I just I don't I don't uh binge anymore on it. Yeah. So I I'll have a couple of drinks here and there in school. Yeah. But weed man, like I just I just stopped altogether. Yeah. I don't know, man. I haven't smoked weed in, in super long. So yeah. I, and every time I've done that it's I, I pair it with alcohol, so it's not yeah, <laughs> not really good, but it's it's not it doesn't bring you into a higher dimension Uh but at the same time it's like sometimes you don't it's not necessary you know like sometimes you just want to relax yeah have fun yeah yeah but other times you want to go to a higher state and that's when i do like yoga or or wim hof method and things like that that really brings me up but i think there should be a balance to everything so it's like you you don't know what up is and, until you feel, down yeah, or vice versa. So, but with that's that, that's the human experience, though, man. Yeah. it's all about balance, man. Yeah, you know, it's all about balance, and I think there is there there's there's a reason why those yup yuppie hippies yeah turn people off because they're happy all the time. It's nothing wrong with that, but it's 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 very off-putting because well sometimes i i don't know i feel like that some of them genuinely are yeah. are at a place where yeah. but it's off-putting for normal people because because it's just not it's just not attainable yeah. for a lot of people you know right. some people are like oh man that's that's weird man that's, yeah. that's impossible but i think if you encounter the real ones that are really happy yeah like then a then truly you, enlightened yeah, being, then you feel it but yeah. there's a lot of other ones that are really fake awesome like yeah. they're really they're trying to... that's the character they're trying to play. Well, like It's like the vegan thing. Yeah, so... It's like... or crossfitters. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, I'm a... I'm a vegan, man. Yeah. And I'm happy for that. Like, yeah. are you really happy for that? Yeah, yeah. I guess there's, so. There's a lot of pretenders that... that's because that's what they're supposed to do. So yeah. it's an outfit for them. Yeah. But deep down, they're... I don't know. It's, it's... sometimes you can sense it's really fake. And it's like, okay, I'd rather just, you just be real versus putting on this character yeah so because you can you can be just normal and still carry those same uh, characteristics you know yeah. I mean, you can still believe in ayahuasca or ramdas or whatever and still be grumpy you know yeah. we're human beings Yeah. We're, yeah. Not, we're not super enlightened Yeah. so man. but we'll wrap it up and our second episode will continue this ayahuasca journey um, it'll be his third and fourth ceremony Yep. and uh, thanks for listening if you like ayahuasca or <laughs> this podcast Monks and Dunks please subscribe to us on iTunes Stitcher, give us a good review, the whole nine And support us spread the word about support it. us man, support us it means a lot um, today is Christmas so so Merry Christmas. Merry guys. Christmas. <laughs> probably probably um, not going to listen to this on Christmas because it was recorded today, but yeah. Just Merry Christmas anyways. Bring Spread the... love. Just uh, when you listen to this, know that the Christmas spirit is packaged in this. <laughs> <laughs> Spread love, my friends. Peace out. Peace out. Um... On oh.